0: Thank you. Um, just to uh, yeah, re- reiterate, um, we're, we're looking at um, the book of Ephesians, which was a letter to the Church of Ephesus, and we've we started, we've done two weeks now. Now, I wasn't here last week, um, so I caught up by listening to the, the recording of the talk on podcast, and I just want to encourage you, if you've missed any of the last two weeks, to go back and, and listen to, to John sharing um, his yeah his thoughts on that um because it's it's actually just a really exciting moment um to as John has shared his vision for us as a church and I was listening to it this week kind of just going wow where God has called us as a church it just feels so right so just to encourage you do what I did if you if you for some reason missed any of the talks, um, maybe you've been serving on a team, um, go back and just spend some moments, because I think God's really speaking to us as a church um, through this letter, and it's really exciting, um, and I hope he'll, he'll speak to you too on it, um, and, and what he was sharing really, and last week he was sharing, is, is that we're all welcome. And that we all belong here as a church. And, and no matter where we are on our journey with God, where, no matter where you are on your journey with God, you belong here. You are welcome here. And what Paul is doing in our passage today, John has been preaching on um, Ephesians 2. And now we're just going to go back to the beginning of Ephesians. And it's, um, it's a bit of a poem that he writes in his letter and what he's doing in this letter is he's reminding the church in Ephesus 2,000 years ago, he's reminding them of the journey that they have been through. He's reminding them what God has done because God came, Paul went to Ephesus and things changed quite a lot. He brought the good news of Jesus to them and their whole world turned upside down in a good way. (laughs) The Holy Spirit came. They saw God do some amazing things, and the church was born in Ephesus. So I'm going to read from this passage today where he reminds them. Paul says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world, With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Amen. (laughs) There's a lot in that, isn't it? I joined Basing State Church just over a year ago, and what an adventure! It has been to be on this team, and, and I've, I've helped co pastor this service. The 11. Um, we've had so much fun here on a Sunday morning, worshiping God, hearing from His voice, hearing from Him. Um, and a year ago, when I joined, um, I was about to get ordained, I knew God, and I knew of a God who spoke directly who moved powerfully, I knew that God. But I also knew that I wanted more. I also knew that I'd seen glimpses of God, and I wanted more. And it's been really fun working with John this past year and seeing that hunger in him, both personally for us in our own faith, but also for us as a church. We want more of God. We want to see more of him. We want to see his kingdom come. We want to see him as fully as possible in this world today. In the letter to the Ephesians, I just want to read back on some of the things. Because looking back over my last year here, I think we can say to us, because we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. We've had healings, we've had words of wisdom and knowledge, revelations of God. God has chosen us, we believe that. God has predestined us for adoption into his family. God has given us grace in abundance. He has redeemed us, he has forgiven us, he has made known to us the mystery of his will. As Paul repeats, so will I repeat, he has chosen us he has included us and he has marked us with a seal, his promised Holy Spirit. Everything that Paul said to the church of Ephesus, I believe is true for us today as Basingstoke Church. It's so just as true as it was 2,000 years ago for a completely different church in the ancient world is true for us today. We are also a diverse, imperfect, grace-filled community of Christians. Also living in a wider community of people that don't know God. And as I was reading this passage, the one thing I kept hearing from God, for myself and for us as a church, you are known. You are known by God. Now, I want to tell you about a friend of mine. Um, And I just want to tell you about her because she is such an awesome friend. Um, Her name is Emma, um, and I've known her for quite a few years. Um, And she's just quite remarkable because she's one of those people, I don't know if you have, you're very lucky if you have a friend like this, um, who remembers. She will, of course, always message you if it's your birthday, but she'll also send me a message if, um, say, I've told her weeks ago that I've got a doctor's appointment or I've got some big event coming up at work. She'll message me on that day saying, praying for you, or how's it gone? she knows me so well and she's so intentional with what she does i honestly feel like i don't deserve her as a friend i keep trying but she's definitely she'll always be a better friend than i am to her she is she is such a good friend um and a few weeks ago i was i was there was a thing going on that i was i was feeling quite sad about um and i was feeling quite Hurt about and and I was just feeling it. Sometimes we go through things and we feel and we feel whatever we're feeling. And I and we have we on Tuesday morning as a staff team we we come and we um, worship together and we pray together and we have a bit of time together before we continue with our week. Um, and there was one Tuesday morning where I was I was sort of grappling and battling with this thing. And as we were worshiping, I was praying about this thing that was going on and as i was praying i was going god you know what the only person i want to speak to you right now the only person who i think will really understand what's going on is emma god i really want to just speak to emma right now and then we um and then we finished worshiping and i went to check my phone and who'd i got a message from during that 10 minutes of worship but emma Just simply saying, hey Nicola, how are you doing? And I quickly messaged her and I was like, I can't can't explain now, but your message is an answer to prayer. But also that thing where I was going, how did she know? How did she know to message me in that moment? Now what also you should know about Emma is she's a very prayerful person and quite quite a prophetic person. I think maybe God had prompted her to message me in that moment. How did she know? Well, I know how she knew. (laughs) Because we're part of God's family. We're living in his grace. He has and is blessing us with every spiritual blessing. And he includes us in his work. He joins us together as his church. He unites us, just like he did with me and my friend, Emma. And what did God tell me in that moment? He told me that I was known by him, that my pain I was feeling, my guilt that I was feeling, that little me in a crowd of Christians in this world, in a busy world of complex things going on, bigger than my own life, God was telling me, I see you and I know you. You are forgiven. You are comforted by me. You are seen by me. And I do, if you've been um, used to prophetic words, if you've been part of a church that, that, it, that engages with the prophetic You might have come across a few stories where people share a prophetic word and the response is, how did you know? How did you know? And it's some of my favorite stories. How did you know when people share prophetically what they think God might be saying? And that happened to my sister and brother-in-law. I've shared a bit about a project that they were running and basically they needed to find a piece of land. Um to run their project. And they took some time out. They went out to Bethel Church in America, which, um, which shares a lot in the prophetic, and they were getting prayed for by someone who had no idea who they were, um, no idea of their situation. And that person just said, God's telling us he has some land for you. <laughs> How did they know? How did you know? And this last year we've if again if you like me have been journeying some months but if you're new you might not know but we've been building our prayer ministry team and one of the things that we do is we meet in the prayer hut behind church at 10 o'clock before the service and we pray together for this service and we one of the things we pray for is words from god and what we've seen over this last year, is words that we share that we don't even know. We don't, some of them are random, some of them aren't, and we share them and people hear them and they go, hang on, I think that might be God saying something to me. And we offer prayer for people. Why do we do this? Why do we share prophetic words? Paul says in another letter to his church, that words of prophecy are to strengthen and encourage the church. And why why do words of prophecy, why do words that God says strengthen and encourage the church? Because it reminds us, or perhaps reveals to us again that we are known by God. Every word that we get... Is a spiritual blessing from God that makes us known by God. In Psalm 139, King David writes, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. What powerful words to truly, truly believe to truly believe that God knit us together in our mother's womb, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. The other thing is that King David, who wrote these words, his story is told quite clearly in the Bible and goes into quite detail. And what we know about King David is that he was appointed and chosen by God to be king of Israel. King David, who was just a shepherd boy, he was the youngest of eight brothers, he was, that was all he was ever going to be until God's, God chose him and appointed him to be king of Israel. You can read about his story in the book of Samuel, but it's quite remarkable that he then goes on to write these words, I am known by you, God, and I am chosen, and I think those two come hand in hand, that we are known by God. And we are chosen. I think if we can truly see that we are both fully known and loved by God, then it can help us grasp the words of Ephesians. That us being here, each one of us, as a church in Basingstoke, but each one of us being here today, it's not an accident, it's not random. If you're sat here today, or you might be listening later on the podcast, then this journey, wherever we are on it, if we've been coming for a year, if we've been a Christian all our lives, or if we've just walked in here this Sunday going, what is this all about? You are known by God and you are chosen by God. Being part of God's church is where we are meant to be. God has called us. It's deliberate. God has chosen us. He has chosen you. And my hope today is that each one of us might just grasp a little bit more than we did before. That we might step into what is to come with a bit more confidence, knowing fully what it means to be a child of God. With more faith in what God might do through us. With more thirst and hunger for the spiritual blessings that God has already given us. We're seeing glimpses of it, so that His name might be glorified and that His church might be built even more stronger. And I also just want to share with you you might be here today and say, and be thinking, I've never known God speak to me in that way, that I haven't known God say things directly. Do I really feel fully known by God? And I just want to encourage you that we want to make this a place where we're all just seeking that. And this week, as I was preparing for this talk, in fact, I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like maybe I should. I was sort of going along this week going, okay, God, give me a really good story this week. Come on, give me a really good story where I get a word from you from someone from just walking along the street. And I share it, and then they go, how did you know? And then I come here on Sunday, and I share my story. Now, that hasn't happened. But I'm hungry for it. I'm thirsty for it. And maybe what it did mean is that I was more engaged this week in the world around me. Maybe it meant that I did spark up a conversation that I might not have done. Maybe it meant that I was a bit more prayerful. Maybe it meant that I was seeking God a bit more than I usually do. And so I just want to encourage you as a church and invite you as a church to seek your identity in God, that you are known by him. Read the words of Psalm 139. Read it over yourself because it's true for you. You are known by God. You are chosen by him. And God is blessing us. God is speaking. And I believe he will speak to you too. We're going to keep on doing that on a Sunday. Working our way towards eternity where we are fully known. His inheritance is ours. We are his children. We're adopted into his family. So I'm going to invite the band to come up and we're going to worship. But my encouragement to you is to say yes and that we believe that God will be building his church in Basingstoke and working out his purpose through us on a Sunday. And through us, during our week, whatever it is that we do, he is working out his purpose through us. God is calling us and our response is simply to say yes and to seek him more. So let's do that together.